unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. And please welcome Christopher Roush. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hello, hello, hello. It is I, your No Excuses Coach, here at the Raw and Unscripted Show every single Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And I'm excited you guys are going to be here tonight. It's our second show of 2022. So thank you for spending your time with us, whether it's on live or on the replay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tonight, it's just myself. So it's just us having a conversation tonight about complacency versus congruency. So I'm going to jump into that for just a second, but I just want to uh, say thank you to each and every one of you every single week that you guys support the show. You support everything that I'm doing, Ron and Scripted, The Unfiltered Experience, Clubhouse, everything that I'm doing. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, we're building a huge family of misfits for life, and I just appreciate you guys. So I just want to start off the show by saying that because recognizing that everybody has a lot of things going on in their life for you guys to spend your time here, especially watching the video podcast, a video show uh, versus listening to the audio podcast. I appreciate you guys uh, massively. Brenda Bale's in the house already. She says, hey, kiddo, what's up, beautiful? Uh, thank you for being here, Brenda. Brenda and I uh, used to work together back in the old days. And uh, yeah, so thank you for being here, Brenda. And by the way, definitely tonight, uh, I need your interaction. Uh, truth be told, I'm a little tired. I've been in a lot of pain today, and I've taken uh, a lot of painkillers, so I might be a little loopy. But uh, at any rate, I just want to say thank you guys for being here. So as always, questions and comments are welcome. Uh, keep me on keep me on post for what I'm supposed to be doing here tonight. Uh, sometimes it's weird doing actually a solo show because it's just me here in my studio talking to a camera. And of course, you guys are here as well. But uh, having the interaction with somebody else sometimes keeps me on point and on cue. So tonight we're just going to riff with it. And I've actually... Uh, written some things down. I know this is raw and unscripted, but one of the one of the intentions that I've set for myself this year is to do more writing. So what I'm going to do is in preparation for the show, I'm going to write a blog about what the show is going to entail. And then I'm going to post the blog on my website with a link to this video podcast and also the audio podcast. So it's a way for me to get back into writing and actually kind of just thinking, putting more thought into the show of what it is that I want to get across to you guys. Because sometimes I look, I look back at a show and I'm like, oh, wow, I forgot to tell them this and I forgot to tell them this. So albeit that it's raw and unscripted, Tonight, I did write down some notes, uh, given the fact that where my brain is at, uh, to keep me on tap, because I want you guys, the most important thing about 2022 for me is my word this year is, is expansion. So I'm expanding. I'm expanding more into my uncomfortable zone. I'm expanding more into uh, different aspects of, of, of things that I love to do. So I'm going to get into consulting and working with businesses and kind of use my corporate career and my master's degree in organizational management to make an impact there. Because I sort of miss the business environment. I miss the team building environment. I miss working with organizations and getting them uh, to work right. So I miss that. So I'm going to be doing some of that. But expansion and the way we expand is when we set set the intention for what it is that we're going to become. So for me, I know the last couple of years, not that I've been necessarily complacent. I've definitely been congruent, but I haven't been doing my best. I have not been exceeding my expectations in some of the areas. So 2022, I'm uh, putting the, the ax to the iron and however you say that. And uh, I'm going to be more congruent with my with my words and my actions because there's a lot of stuff that I want to get done this year. There's a lot of people I want to impact. And I'm realizing that time is ticking away ever so slowly and sometimes ever so quickly. So 
Uh, that's my intention tonight. So I hope that you have something uh, to write with. If you don't, please get something to write with because I am certain that some of the suggestions I'm going to give to you tonight are things that you can employ in your life and you can become more congruent than, rather than complacent. So that is my uh, objective here tonight. I'm just going to riff with you guys. Uh, so stand by. We got Susan Day in the house. What's up, Susan? Good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. Robert Brooker's in the house. He says, hi, Christopher and Brenda. We've got Scott Ricard. He says, hello, Christopher and Robert. Uh, everybody's saying hi. And this, I do this for, uh, for the audio podcast. And I posted this up here. If you guys aren't following the audio podcast, I'm going to put this up on the screen. There's a link right there. Most people listen to the podcast via iTunes. I get a report of where different people, where people listen to it on different devices. So iTunes is obviously one of the most important, one of the most, uh, one of the most prominent, uh, places that we listen to our podcast. But if you want to hear it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get podcasts, go check it out. I would love you for following it. And also, if you dig the show, please, please, please write a review. Just take, just take a couple minutes, write a review. Let me know what you think. And, and uh, cause I want to get this podcast uh, out to other people. And what's crazy to be honest with you is I watch, I don't really watch numbers, but this year I told myself I'm going to watch numbers and be more specific about what it is that I'm doing and kind of gauge where it is that I'm going. And what's interesting is that uh, my podcast was most uh, popular here in the United States, but I watched the numbers and also over a month it changed. Then it was also, it was India. India was my, was my big uh, attractor for the podcast. So thank you all you beautiful people in India. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've got Bashal. I've got so many beautiful people over there in India. I've done masterminds over there, uh, virtual masterminds. So thank you to all my friends over in India. I hope you guys are safe and healthy and doing what you need to be doing. Uh, but then all of a sudden it started picking up in the UK, in England. So I get this little geographical map. So United States, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to make sure we're, we got to make sure we're, we're beating all the other countries. So um, that's just my little challenge to you guys. So uh, please, if you do uh, go check it out and subscribe to it, even if you're here listening to it. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, we've got an interesting comment right here. She says, Deborah says, uh, beard is growing back pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I'm, I'm glad that this, I'm glad that some of it's still dark, you know, um, it's, it's getting salt and pepper right there. So it'll be interesting, but I'm actually going to grow a beard. I went from being clean shaven guys. I've been paying attention, um, on TikTok. I'm on TikTok now at no excuses coach. And truth be told, I just did a shirtless video. So if you guys are keen about that, you can go check that out. Not the guys. Um, now you guys can all check it out. I just did a, I just did a, a, a transparent video on the fact that I've gained a bunch of weight since I stopped 75 hard. I did 75 hard last year, as you guys know, from June to August 14th. And then I did really, really good until about November. Then I started drinking a little bit more, started eating holiday food. was like, oh, you know, I'll get back on the wagon on the first of the year, like most of us say. And then I looked down at the scale when I weighed myself on January 1st and I gained 20 pounds. Granted, I lost more weight than I wanted to lose on 75 hard because I got really super skinny. Um, so yeah, so what I did on uh, January 1st with TikTok is I went on there and I said, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and I shaved all my facial hair off just as my way of uh, indoctrinating the TikTok world to Christopher Roush. So just FYI for you guys, uh, I know that's another social media app, but on TikTok, I'm going to do different content than I do on, on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and all this stuff. I'm using TikTok just to have fun. So I'm going to actually be singing on there. I'm actually going to, I'm actually, one of my other intentions this year is to pull down one of these guitars and start playing. Um, shh, don't tell my wife, but I'm going to uh, our 20 year anniversary of being together, not our marriage anniversary, but 20 years of being together. I'm going to attempt to try to sing a song and play guitar at the same time. It's our song and it's a very hard song to sing. So I'm going to try to do that. So go over to TikTok. I'm doing uh, new stuff over there and uh, just my way of just being kind of silly and whatever. So we'd love you guys to be over there. Um, so thank you for acknowledging that. Yes, we're going to have a big old beer here in a minute. Um, Brenda says one foot in front of the other, one step at a time, my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I can't step, then I just grunt like a crazy motherfucker. Uh, Robert says here, I sold the iPhone. Uh, what is it? I sold the iPhone I bought on 
to go on Clubhouse and since expanded to Android. Right on. Well, you can still be, you can still be on Clubhouse with Android now also. And so for you guys that are following me on, on if you ever want to know where I'm at and what I'm doing, I do Clubhouse every single week on Wednesday nights at 5 p.m. It's the men's group, but uh, also women are there. Go to my website. It's ChristopherRoush.com forward slash events. And you can see all the events. You can see my Tuesday night show. You can see my Friday night show. You can see the Clubhouse. You can go on there and click, get reminder and see what's going on. So uh, Clubhouse is fun. I love it. It's actually restored my faith in humanity and I'm still on there. I'm on there Monday nights at 5 p.m. I'm on there Wednesdays at 10 a.m. And then also 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I'm actually going to be on there more. Uh, I'm really expanding my efforts to reach more people this year. So with your help, uh, please let me know how I can do that. Please let me know how I can serve you. And uh, tonight's conversation is about complacency versus congruency. And that's actually a topic of one of the, the clubhouse rooms that we did recently. And the reason why I wanted to do it for this show, since I'm doing a solo show tonight, is there was a lot of feedback, a lot of positive feedback in the, in the clarification between complacency and congruency. And more importantly, a lot of people found value out of some of the tips that we shared in that room. So I made it a point to write those down. And like I said before, if you're just joining us, I will be posting that blog on my website. So I'm now going to commit to doing a blog a week on my website, actual writing a blog. So you guys can go over there and check it out, uh, of course, at ChristopherRoush.com. And uh, love to have you there. So uh, and I'll be posting that on social media as well. So uh, you won't miss that. But when we think about complacency versus congruency, who here has um, who, who here has ever felt complacent, right? Um, when you think about being complacent, there's been a few times in my life, if you can believe this, where I've actually been complacent and I have not been congruent. And one of those times for me, I'll tell you about just in a second, but when I think about complacency, for me, complacency isn't necessarily laziness. And I know a lot of people equate complacency with laziness. Complacency is, is settling. For me, when I think about settling and mediocrity, I think about complacency. I've gotten complacent about the way I look. I've gotten complacent about how my house looks. I've gotten complacent about how my car looks. I've gotten complacent about how well I do my job. I've gotten complacent about how I handle my marriage and my relationships. I've gotten complacent about, you think about everything in your life. What is it that you personally have gotten complacent about? Write it down and make a, make a promise to yourself that this year in 2022, that you're going to attack that complacency and become congruent with your words. And that's one of the things I'm going to be talking about tonight is how we can become more congruent with our words and be able to get out of the situations when we're feeling complacent and get into that congruency uh, standpoint. So I'm um, definitely going to be looking for that. But when I think about that complacency also, it's it's part of it is is surrounding the people or around the people that we're surrounded with. Right. When you think about the people that you're surrounded with, list them out on a piece of paper and write down a, a line down the middle and on the right hand side. You know, are they positive or negative? Do they support you in what it is that you're doing? Do they say, do they want you to risk? Do they want you to go out there and have experiences? Or do they want you to stay safe? Do they want, to, want you to stay with them? A lot of people will hold us back and they won't even realize that they're trying to hold us back, but they'll say things like, oh, that's crazy. You shouldn't do that. Oh, that's stupid. What are you thinking you should do that? Oh my God, why you have it so good. Why don't you just be happy with what you have? You know, and all that stuff stems from back in the conditioning process that we went through as kids from zero to five years old. You think about the things like, oh, stop it. You know, that's more than enough. There's all these different parameters that were placed on us when we were kids uh, by most of our parents. I mean, if you were lucky to have a parent that said, yeah, go out there and take risks and have chances and experiment with this stuff and do a lemonade stand and do all these different things. And, you know, and, and just that's awesome. But a lot of us started out that way and we wanted everything and it's me, 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 and me. And everybody started saying, oh, stop being selfish. You know, oh, you have more than enough. You know, other people are going without. So we started developing these beliefs in our brain about what it is that we deserved. And so sometimes we got complacent. Oh, it's good enough. Is good enough really something that you want to have on your headstone? Good enough. Oh, he was good enough. He was a good enough parent. He was a good enough husband. He was a good enough worker. He was a good enough pastor. He was a good enough anything. 
do you really want to be identified by that having this legacy having this this opportunity here to, to live life do you want to know as good enough when i think about my life i want to be known for being awesome i want to be known for being kick-ass that's why i came up with kick-ass that's why i came up with unstoppable and that's why i came up with no excuses because really when you think about that and you have that fire in your belly to to achieve a legacy that you're a proud of that you're going to be proud of no matter when it is that you die you know for me i can honestly say now over the last two years, I've created a life for myself and I've created an impact that whenever my time goes, trust me, I don't want it to be right now. Whenever it goes, I know that there are going to be a lot of people that are going to come out and say, Christopher Roush changed my life. Christopher Roush helped me. Christopher Roush, you know, walked his talk, all these different things. So I know that my son will see that and know what congruency is. He'll know what it is that to not be complacent. He'll know what it is when you have to really struggle and strive to do your best when, when situations present themselves that you don't feel like it, or you feel like it's it's too monumental and you just want to go back to your short-term gratifications that's being complacent is saying is essentially saying that someday i'm going to be x someday i'm going to be better than i am to now and then we start using excuses for the reason why we don't do it today oh i've got kids or oh, i don't have enough money i don't have enough time i have this i have that all these different bullshit things that we put up as a defense mechanism to say oh listen you know i really want to be congruent but i've got all these things and then we surround each other and then we surround ourselves with people who go, yeah, Chris, you've got all those things. That's crazy. You shouldn't put too much on your plate. It's okay. You should relax. You should watch TV more. You should do these things. And so we get complacent and then we get in a rut. And then what we do, we start not taking care of ourselves. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be congruent in your life and you don't want to be complacent, number one rule is you have to have self-love for yourself. You have to have self-love and self-respect for yourself in order to be able to step beyond being good enough. Now I want to I want to see who who here wants to be good enough in something. Uh, what's up, Darlene? Thank you so much for being here. Um, let's see, we got Aubrey Walters, and uh, I'm not sure what that is, what your comment is, Aubrey. But thank you so much for being here. Um, you know, when you think about that, for me, when I was thinking about tonight's conversation, over the last two years, I've done a lot of complimentary coaching strategy sessions, and in that, I saw a pattern. And I saw a pattern. So I started asking people the question. And I'm going to ask you this question. I want you to I want you to answer to yourself silently what the answer to the question is. And I prefaced it this way. The question I'm about to ask you, I want you to respond as fast as you can without thinking about it. What is your gut reaction when I ask you this question? And I was simply, and I was doing it on Zoom, and I would ask them, like, do you love yourself, yes or no? And I would watch so many people. I would say probably about 60 to 70% of the people that I talked to, granted, they're seeking a coaching experience with me. They had, a tr they had trouble answering that question. They're like, well, you know, for the most part, or yeah, for, you know, I, I, I really, you know, love myself in this area, but I hate myself in this area and all this different incongruency in the fact that, you know, I said, do you love other people? And they said, oh, of course, you know, I said, who's the person you love the most? Oh, I love my mom. I love my kids. I love my husband. Okay. How much do you love them on a scale of one to 10, 10 being absolute? Oh, a 10. I'm like, okay, so are you being congruent that you love them on a 10, but you're not taking care of yourself. So you're actually operating at a five or a six. So you're really not giving them a 10. You're not even doing them justice because you're not taking care of yourself and you're not operating from your zone of genius, as is uh, discussed in the book, uh, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Excellent, excellent, excellent book. If you want to get out of being complacent, if you want to be, get, if you want to get out being good enough, go get that book, The Big Leap. Amazing book. I have it on audio. I have it in physical form. I read it. I listen to it. Um, he has a new book uh, uh, that's just called The Zone of Genius, which is the area that we talk about. And in that area, complacency as he terms it is this uh this the ceiling we give ourselves a ceiling okay this is the ceiling of where i can operate and here's my zone i can operate here's where i feel comfortable so the first aspect of being able to get out of that that zone is loving and respecting yourself and realizing and recognizing that this life is supposed to be lived 
This life is not supposed to be, oh, I'm just going to kind of take it easy and just da, da, da. And then one day I'm going to do these things. No, the time is right now. That's why I do these shows. That's why I coach. That's why I do everything. And when I speak out loud is because I want to raise the, the vibration of, of the planet and what we're doing here. And by doing that, we have to start loving ourselves. We have to start having self-respect for ourselves. And the number two, and, and when you think about that, before I get to number two, when you think about that, in asking these people those questions, I asked them, I said, how much water do you drink a day? Most of them said, oh, I know I should drink more water. I don't even drink any water. So what do you drink? Oh, I drink Pepsi. I have coffee. How many cups of coffee? Oh, I drink six cups of coffee, no water, da, 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 da. And I'm like, do you, do you know the percentage of how much your body is comprised of water? And some people are like, oh, 30% or, oh, yeah, I know it's a lot and I don't do it. I'm like, well, if you know something and you don't do it, how stupid is that? How stupid is that? I mean, I'm just going to say it's stupid. If you know that your body is 80% water and you recognize that you are um, not thinking clearly, you're not really getting enough, good enough sleep, your attitude's kind of off, you feel foggy, whatever. If you're dehydrated, how well do you think this is going to work? How well do you think your body's going to work when it's dehydrated? Think about when you're hungover. If you've ever been hungover, the next day you don't feel very good because you're dehydrated, because your body is not functioning. So hydration is number one. I drink at least four to six of these a day. That's over a gallon of water a day. I'm 205 pounds right now. But my recommendation, I'm not a doctor, is drink half your body weight in ounces every single day. I recently just challenged a few people to do this that had not done that. And they came back and they said, Chris, I have to give you props. I did not recognize how much different I would feel by drinking water. Just think about that. How much water do you guys drink? I want to hear, I want to see in the comments. Do you drink a lot of water? Do you drink half your body weight in ounces of water? Uh, what is your thoughts on water? Because um, that is that is super 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 important. The vibration of what we do when we take care of this and we take care of this, God, source, the universe, whatever says, okay, you're ready for the next thing. You appreciate what you have. You have gratitude for what you have. So here, let me give you something else. But if you don't have gratitude for what you have and you don't take care of what you have, then guess what? You're probably not going to get any more. What you're going to probably get is more negativity, more vicious cycles in your brain and what it is that you can't do because you're not nourishing yourself. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not loving yourself. You're not looking in the mirror in the morning and go, fuck, dude, I got this. High five. It's another book, The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. Awesome, awesome book. So that self-love component of that is super, super important exercise, sunshine, sleep, diet. You know, I'm not asking you to be freaking awesome every single day of the week, but six days a week, get out and get 30 minutes of exercise. Make sure you're getting the proper amount of sleep. Don't use your phone an hour before you. There's so many simple little things that you can do that I have studied myself that I do that will get you exponential results because you're shifting the vibration of where it is that you're operating from. When you decide that you're not going to put up with anything anymore, when you decide you're not going to be complacent, you're going to be congruent that's massively important. So health is number one. Please jot that down. Please take care of that. Number two is a, a massive one for me as well. And something that's helped a lot of my coaching clients is when you think about being complacent, think about what it is that you're tolerating. Because so oftentimes we think we have to tolerate more than we do. And oftentimes we realize we don't realize how much it is that we're really tolerating. So one of the exercises I give my coaching clients is I say, list out all the things you're tolerating from other people. List out all the things you're, you're tolerating from inanimate objects, the car, the door, you know, the, cook, the, the washing machine, whatever it is. And then what are you tolerating from yourself? And when you think about that, when people come back with those lists, they usually have, you know, seven or eight things on each one. And they're like, man, I didn't realize how many I was really tolerating. And I usually know from where they've come from and what they've shared. I'm like, mm -mm, no, no, you need to really spend this next week and 
really identifying what it is that you're tolerating. Oh, the P on my keyboard always sticks. So I have to sit there and hammer it a few times. Oh, I have to reconnect my camera every time I start my, my video. Oh, I have to, like for me, I put up with the with my internet and I, I sometimes I freeze and I put up with that and I still have, I still tolerate it and I still haven't gone the extra mile to get it fixed. I mean, most of the time it works pretty good, but that's one of the things I'm tolerating. So what happens invariably is these people come back and they're like, uh, Chris, yeah, uh, I got two pages of stuff. I didn't realize how much I was really tolerating. I was lying to myself. I did not want to face what it is that I was tolerating because then I knew I would either have to act on it or ignore it. And if I ignore it, if I know it and I ignore it, then I'm lame, right? Let's just be honest. I'm not going to, I'm not going to miss any words tonight. If you know that you should do something yet, you don't do it. I just posted this on social media the other day. If you know you should do something, you don't do it. That's ridiculous. So a lot of us just hide from the truth. Like, oh, if I don't know it, then I don't know I have to do it. So that's okay. And then we run to our short-term gratifications, you know, TV, the phone. I'm seeing people that are fucking addicted to their phone. They can't put their phone down. I've, I've seen people actually freak out. Oh my God, where's my phone? Where's my phone? I, I mean, I don't know my phone, big fucking deal. I don't know, whatever. I don't need it. So when you think about that and you run to your short-term gratification to ignore what it is that you're avoiding, is that really living? That's what complacency is. Now let's talk about congruency. Congruency is about your core values. Congruency is like literally sitting down with pen and paper and saying, what are my values? Let me ask you, when was the last time you sat down and wrote out, wrote out your values? I value honesty. I value, I value vulnerability. I value loyalty. I value whatever. I value this. And then keep that in front of you. Keep that in front of you. Because when you list what it is that you value and you get into a situation, you can sit there and say, does this match my values? Is this in, in line with my values? If it's not, then you are responsible to say, hey, we got to have a conversation. This does not align with my core values. And this does not align with the self-love that I've decided to give myself because I want to be congruent. I want to leave a massive legacy. I don't want to regret my life later on for the chances and the risks I didn't take because other people were unfucking comfortable with it. Again, going back to those five people, if those five people are uncomfortable with you doing something, you need five new people. That's one of my recommendations. And I'm not saying you have to kick them to the curb completely, but you need to make sure you have a team. Somebody you trust, somebody who empowers you, somebody who holds you accountable and somebody who's your mentor. They can't be the same person. You have to have a team of people that you can go to and say, wow, I need some accountability right now. I'll go to my friend Linda or I'll go to Scott or I'll go to Mary Kay or I'll go to Tara and I'll say, hey, listen, I need to be accountable. I got to get 50,000 words done by the end of May. Get in my ass. How many words do you write today, Chris? Send me a picture of it, Chris. Um, whatever it's got to be. You need a team. You don't need people sitting there saying, oh, that's ridiculous. She should play it safe or, or worse, you know, instilling you full of fucking fear about everything that's going on in the world. Oh, you shouldn't do this. Yeah, everything's going to scare you. The fucking whatever. Go fucking sing in a, in, a, in a tunnel, whatever. You know, surround yourself with people. It's like, you know what? Hey, shit's going on in the world, but you still got this. You can still do this. There's no explanation. There's no excuse. Just go fucking do it. So you got to be aligned with your values. And then here's what I want you to do. Most importantly, hmm, think about this promise. When was the last time you made a promise to somebody? Did you did you keep that promise? Did you did you give that promise to somebody you cared about? If you give a promise to somebody you care about, there is a lot of intentionality. There's a lot of of responsibility in that. And we don't want to lose face with the people that we love the most. So we keep that promise. Oh, I promise to give this to you by this. Or I promise to give this to you that. Um, and we keep those promises. Now, here's the here's the thing. I recently had one of my coaching clients list out four promises. I said, just make four promises to yourself for this year. I don't care what they are, but just make a promise to yourself that you're willing to keep, write it down and talk to me about it. 
she came back with her four promises and I said, how do you feel about those? She goes, I feel good. I said, are they realistic? I do not want you to lie to me. I don't want you to try to impress me. Are those four promises realistic for you to keep for the rest of the year? She goes, yes. And I said, on a scale of one to 10, how, how much are you willing to commit to this? She said a 10. I said, okay. Because when you think about a promise that you make to yourself, so often we go back on our promises because nobody knows about it except for us. And you think about the promises that we make to ourselves that we break, what do we do? We lose credibility with ourselves. Oh, there I go again. I didn't fucking keep my promise. Oh, shit. Might as well go to my short-term gratification. Fuck it. I'll start next week. I'll start tomorrow. Uh, I've, I've always tried and I can't do it. All the negative self-talk that you give yourself, you walk yourself right out of the opportunity to go, wow, I fucked up. I need to start over. Tomorrow's a new day. Period. End of story. I, I didn't do it yesterday. I didn't do it for the last seven years. Tomorrow's a brand new day. I'm making a promise that I'm going to exercise for 30 minutes a day for six days a week. Can I afford to, to spend 30 minutes of my fucking life by myself to go exercise? Yes or no? If you say no, you need to reanalyze the shit that you're doing because everybody, everybody should have at least an hour. And I'm, I'm being conservative, an hour that you can spend on you. Imagine this. I've read so many different books about successful people. The 5 a.m. Club by uh, Robin Sharma was an excellent read. Uh, you know, when you look at all the successful CEOs, you look at all the successful people in the world, they get up early. They get up early. They spend that first hour getting some exercise in, getting some meditation in, getting some yoga in, getting journaling in, writing, whatever it is. They spend that first hour, personal development, Bible, whatever it is. They spend that first hour on themselves. How do you start your day? How do you start your day? I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning. I'm fucking sick of that excuse. Fuck you. I'm not a morning person. Okay. So do it in the evening. Oh, I can't do it in the evening. I'm, we'll become a morning person. There's what you do. The alarm goes off, you get up and you move. You can do that. Will you like doing it? No, I need my sleep. I want to hit it for another 15 minutes. If you want to continue in that complacent mindset, guess what? You will not pay now. You will pay later. And what you will pay later in is regret. And I have talked to a lot of people personally, plus reading the book, The Five Regrets of the Dying. It is, it is so depressing when you look into somebody's eyes and there is no go-backs. This is the youngest and the most viable you will ever be in your life. Granted, I mean, technically speaking, you look into the eyes of people and realize they wasted their life worrying and fear about what other people thought, all their judgments about them. And now they're sitting there all by themselves with their only their thoughts. And all they can do is just play back all the different chances they didn't take, all the risks that they didn't go after because they were worried about somebody else, what they would think. So I want you to make a promise to yourself. Make a few promises to yourself. Where is it? Where is it that where is it in your life that you are lacking? Where is it in your life that you're not happy with yourself? Well, I'm not happy with the way I look. I'm not happy with the way I feel. I'm not happy with my job. Make a promise to yourself that you're going to commit. You're going to commit to taking those actions to get out of complacency and to get, get into congruency. I'll tell you a story. Back in 2016, uh, I was uh, in a lot of pain. It was before my back surgery that I did in 2019. I was in a bunch of pain. I was going through a weird time at work. Uh, my wife and I were trying to have a baby. We were going, I think we were at that point, we might have been going through adoption or it might have been going through IVF. There was a lot of stuff on my plate and I was taking uh, painkillers and I did not realize how much those painkillers affected my, my personality, my mentality, my focus, my sense of self-confidence. And so I was coaching, but I would find myself not being congruent with the advice I was giving my clients. And I felt disgusted with myself. And that's when you're, when you're being really congruent you get sick with yourself when you don't act in congruence with your values. And so one of my values is I'm not, I'm always going to walk my talk. 
I'm always going to, I'm not, I'm not going to give you any advice that I'm not going to take myself. I'm in a fucking ton of pain. I still did my workout today. I still did my workout yesterday. Um, you know, I'm still doing my things because that's my promise to myself. The pain's always going to be there, but my commitment, my promise to myself is to get in much better shape, uh, before my 53rd birthday on February 26th. Actually, I just did a shirtless video on TikTok. So if you guys are into that, uh, I just, I just said, Hey, here, I'm fat. I, I gained weight. I got love handles, uh, 75 hard. I was in great shape and, uh, and I let that go. So I got complacent. Now I'm congruent and I don't give a shit what kind of pain I'm in. I'm going to get, in, I'm not going to get in the best shape of my life by 53, because my leg is fucking killing me, but I'm going to get in much better shape than I am right now because I know 80% of it is diet. And I know that there are exercises that I can do. People say, oh, my knee hurts, Chris. I can't exercise. Well, fucking don't use your knee. Use upper body. There's a rowing machine. There's all sorts of shit. You know, there's, there's a thing at my gym where you can just use your arms. You got to get creative. You got to get resourceful in order to have the, the results that you truly want. And that's why I'm the no excuses coach. I mean, uh, seriously, that's why I am. So back in 2016, when I realized that, I said, you know, I'm not going to coach for a while. I had my day job, my corporate position, and I was not coaching. And I found myself really depressed because that's something that really lights me up. That's one of the most, the biggest gifts I can give to myself is coaching and, and, and seeing the response when I help you guys, or I say something here on the show and I see the comments that, that fuels my soul. That fuels my soul. I can see myself 110 years old, still on here doing this and still doing that because it lights me up. Uh, I mean, the next best thing is being a dad. Um, but I just love doing this and I found myself depressed and then I found myself, okay, I wasn't taking care of myself. I was drinking because I wanted to avoid the anger and the pain and everything else that I was feeling. So I was like, oh, why not? I'm fucking, you know, down in the dumps anyway. Might as well do something. I get two hours of happiness when I do this. I get a little bit of happiness when I eat that, you know, when I ignore life and I watch a bunch of concerts and not do my shit, you know, I get that little bit. And so what do we do? We jump from little bit to little bit to little bit to little bit. And then finally I said, fuck off, Chris. I said, this is the kind of dad you want to be. So I call bullshit on myself and I quit taking the painkillers, even though I was still on pain. I said, you know, I can't do this because I went back to a time when I was successful and feeling great. And number one thing is I wasn't taking those things. And I didn't realize, I was like, well, they're just painkillers. I mean, I barely even feel them anyway. But over a period of time, slowly, 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 it started taking me away. It started taking my, my fight, and my enthusiasm away. And I just started getting, oh, okay, this is you know complacent. I just started getting complacent. And that's not what I'm about. So when I decided to do that, I said, you know, what? I'm gonna start working out again. I'm, I'm not gonna drink for a while. I'm gonna eat really good food. And when I quit the when I quit taking the Percocet, it was a challenging experience. Trust me, trust me. Uh, 14 days of hell. But after that, I slowly started getting more clarity. Clarity, and I started feeling better, and I started doing more, and I started. And then all of a sudden, I changed that vicious cycle of uncertainty and complacency into congruency, and I started keeping my promises again. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go teach people about this. Right. I've talked about this on the show before the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell, go look it up on YouTube. It's free. That's your assignment. Ladies and gentlemen, go on there and, and write me a personal message when you watched it and tell me what you learned about that, because that's what we do. We go through a bunch of shit. If we're strong and we're, we're smart people, we go through a bunch of shit. And then we say, Hey, listen, I just went through some dark times. Let me teach you how to get through that. That's why I'm here today talking to you about that. Do I want to go back through that 2016 shit again? No, but I'm so glad that I did because I experienced growth. I experienced awareness. You know, I talk about the AAA, awareness, acceptance, and action, right? Awareness is just saying, okay, I'm being complacent. Acceptance is saying, yeah, I'm being complacent and I take responsibility for it. Now we can be complacent and not take responsibility for it. And a lot of people will do this. They'll blame. Oh, it's because of this. It's because of that. It's, oh, I wasn't brought up to be that way. All this other fucking shit that says, oh, I can't do that. Well, just continue living in that and stop watching the show because this is not for you. But what you really got to do is you got to sit there and say, okay, 
Um, I'm aware of the situation. I accept it because it's my responsibility. I'm doing this. And then you got to take action. And that's the most difficult and challenging part because when you take action, there's uncertainty. What if I fail? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't give me the result? Da, 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 da. You say to yourself, I'm going to go through this because I know I'm going to grow through this. And I know on the other side of this is going, it's going to be uncomfortable and awkward and whatever else the adjective you want to put in the middle of it. But on the other side, is it going to be worth it? Is it going to be worth it? You think? Let me ask you a question, ladies and gentlemen. And I want you to answer this. Through your life, the lessons that you have learned, did you learn them when times were easy and good and awesome? Woo! I'm learning so many lessons and I'm enjoying life. Woohoo! Or have you learned your lessons when you've been scraping the bottom of the barrel going, fuck, why did I do this to myself? Oh, shit. You learn your lessons when you go through trials and tribulations, you know? And that's what I think about it. When I think about somebody saying, oh, Chris, you got to see this view, but it's on the top of this mountain and we're going to have to hike. Fuck, I don't want to hike. That's going to hurt. But you get to the view and then you look down at where you came from and you're proud of where you came from and the journey that you got there. And then you get to look at the view. You've earned that view. That's what I want for you guys. I want you guys to go out there and earn that view because what I want you to do is set precedent and set the example for other people that might be complacent in your life to go, well, hey, look what Tony's doing. Hey, look at what Jennifer's doing. Hey, look what Chris is doing. Hey, look what Bob's doing. Fuck. They seem to be really enjoying their lives and they're not they're not putting up with my shit anymore. Oh, wow, maybe I should do that. And if those people aren't for you and they tell you to whatever, then say, hey, hey, thanks a lot. I can honestly say I have a whole, almost a whole different set of friends than I had two years ago. And I met most of you guys online through my shows, through Clubhouse and everything else. And I'm so happy for that. I don't look back and say, oh, I wish I still had those relationships. Those people are still good people. They're doing their journey. I'll be there for them if they ever need me. But now I'm, I'm just continuing on. I'm continuing to grow and I'm continuing to expand. And that's what I want for you guys. So before I go on anymore, I'm going to see what kind of, com what kind of comments we have here. Uh, thank you guys for being here and, and celebrating your evening with us. Please ask me any questions that you have. Um, I would love to be able to provide some service to you guys tonight. Uh, you have me to yourself. Uh, Nelly says complacency can develop into laziness, but it can uh, develop into an act of neglect in areas that you need your, your need your mental attention. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, downward spirals, downward spirals, downward spirals. Let me say that ten times fast. Um, you know, really can get can carry momentum, and then you wind up in a in a space where you're some people consider taking their life. You know, because they've just gotten to a spot where they just can't handle it anymore. So yes, you cannot be complacent with your life. Um, uh, Nelly says here also, uh, this is a great subject. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Watch for the blog, um, and uh, she says here also. Uh, that was just a quick thought I had. I'm sure I can uh, word it better if I give it more thought, but I think you get it. I do get it, Nellie. Thank you so much for that. You're awesome. Uh, Darlene in the house is yes. Uh, Robert says here, uh, once I learn something, as long as the resources are available, I like to become very good or better at a thing if I'm enjoying it. Hats off to you, Robert. Yes, 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 yes. I used to tell I used to tell people, here's I'll be your fucking coach. If you like something and it makes you feel good, do more of it. If something doesn't float your boat and does not excite you, then stop doing it. When I asked you earlier, how do you start your day? I remember when I was in corporate, I started my day with the alarm going off and going, fuck. Oh my God. I wonder what traffic's going to be like. I wonder what, like the people are going to be at work today. I wonder what shit's going to go wrong today. Oh my God. I better be prepared. Let me go get my coffee. And we're just like already setting ourselves up to have a shitty day. If you're waking up like that every day, ask yourself, ask yourself how long, how much more, how much longer are you willing to put up with that and being complacent? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Look for another job. 
Look for another career. Take chances. I left corporate two years ago. I left a lot of money. I'm not making that money right now. Trust me. But I'm trusting and I'm investing and I'm expanding into my brilliance. And I know that it's going to come. I have to have faith and belief, but I have to do the work. I can't be complacent. I have to be congruent. That's why this year, my word of the year is expansion. So I want you guys to wake up and um, really have that, that perspective of, hey, I get to live this life. I get to go do these things. Nobody's putting a gun to my head saying I have to, I have to go to do, do this stuff. I had a, a conversation with a vice president of a large organization one time, and I knew him. And he says, oh, Chris, I'm so tired of dealing with this stuff. Da, 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 da. All this bullshit. You know, complain, 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 excuse, excuse, excuse. And I said, you realize that you're the problem, right? And he was just like, what? I mean, he had collars that were so stark that you could fucking chip a tooth on it. And he looks at me he's like, what? What do you mean? And I was actually surprised. I said, I said, it's your fault. I said, whatever you're miserable about, it's all you. I said, I, mean, I said, when's the last time you look for another job? Oh, Chris, I'm older and I've got kids in college and I can't jeopardize that. So I just have to, I just have to do this for another eight years. I just have to do this for another eight years. Okay. What if the stress kills you in six? What if the stress kills you in four? What if your family doesn't have you anymore? Are they going to st still be able to go to college? Well, yeah, because if I die, they're going to get my inheritance. Okay. Well, I'm glad you had it all figured out. Um, but here's the point. You know, if you're not doing something to be part of the solution, then you are the problem. There's no in between, ladies and gentlemen. You are the problem if you're not part of the solution. If you're not actively engaged in striving to become 1% better every, every single day. When you think about interest, use this exercise used to be good back in the old days when you actually got interest on your money. But uh, think about compound interest. If I commit today to 1% growth and then tomorrow I commit to 1% growth, that exponentially builds on itself. So now I have a little bit more confidence. Now I'm going to do a bigger thing. Over the course of a year, can you imagine if you just did 1% more every single day, 365 days a year, where will you be at the end of the year? We're right now, January 11th, 2022, at the taping of the show. You have the choice and the opportunity right now, ladies and gentlemen, to make a promise to yourself. Like I said before, make a promise and a commitment to yourself that you're going to be congruent, that you're gonna, you're gonna have four promises of your for yourself in front of you at all times, and you're gonna you're gonna write down your values. You're gonna say, Hey, is this is this part of my values? Oh no, oh no, I'm playing the someday game. Okay. Then you ask yourself the question, is this getting me further or closer to my stated goals? And if it's getting you further away from your stated goals, ladies and gentlemen, stop that shit. Say, I'm sorry, this is not getting me closer to my goals. I, this is something I can't do anymore. I have to accept responsibility and I'm going to change that. I'm willing to sacrifice some other things in order for me to do this so I can be happy, so I can rebuild my foundation and strive in another place. That's what I'm doing. I can easily go out and get another job, director of operations, VP, whatever. Um, I mean, jobs are, are, are all over the place here where I live. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not going to trade hours for dollar, dollars for hours. I'm not going to miss out on my son's life. I'm doing what's important to me, and I'm giving it everything I have. So that's my commitment. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Susan says here, uh, Aubrey's comment is a bad link, and following it will get you your information stolen. Please delete it and report it so no one will follow it. Oh wow, thank you, Susan. Uh, I had no idea about that, but. Uh, that's crazy. I don't see a link on there, but uh, yeah, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, um, go go ban this person, please. Whatever you have to do, uh, they're on YouTube right now. I don't know what the hell that means, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, my peeps are looking out for me tonight, so I love you guys. Thank you, Susan. Um, Robert says here, those times when I have taken my own medicine tells me I need to do this more often. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Darlene says here, not often enough. Yeah. 
Okay, so there you have it, Darlene. Kick-ass Darlene from Florida, spending her time with us. I know it's late over there. Thank you for being here. Um, Brenda says here, you know the quiet side of me. I am changing already. I've gone from lip service about politics, COVID shots, etc., to actually joining Patriots group and picketing and demonstrating and backing up my beliefs with actions that make a difference. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I stopped following the news and politics years ago, because all I found myself doing was bitching. Oh, that's wrong. They should do this, blah, blah, blah. And then I would go to work and I'd find people to bitch about it with. And that's a waste of fucking time. Waste of fucking time. Do not get in a vacuum. Do not get in with people that, that always share your points of view and whatnot. Um, don't waste your time. I stopped watching the news and following politics years ago, and I have been way happier. My wife actually finally started doing it. God's honest truth. She was like obsessed with all the different shows and obsessed with the news and everything. And I would come downstairs. I'd be like, oh, fuck, I got to hear this shit again. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. So uh, if there's bullshit in your life, stop paying attention to it. But as Brenda's saying here, she goes, I'm going to pay attention to it because I'm passionate about it. And that is totally your choice, Brenda. I love it. I was not willing to do that. I was not willing to put my words into actions. I said, you know what? I can invest my time elsewhere. And I immediately became a, a happier person. Actually, Brenda, I think you were working at Patty when I did that. Um, so so congrats to you. And, and, and no matter what side of the fence or whatever fence or argument or whatever it is that you're passionate about, it doesn't matter. Go out there and be you. Do you. Doesn't mean doesn't matter if other people disagree with it. That's that's what makes the world go round. That's one thing. Here's a side rant. I'm fucking sick and tired of people sitting there saying, I'm gonna go be around all the people that agree with me. I'm gonna go, I don't want to talk to these people anymore because they're batshit crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. They're stupid. They're not looking at the science, all this other shit. I hear it from both sides and, and fucking more sides than one. I think there's more sides. Um, you know, don't don't run away from the opportunity to have a difference of opinion on things. That's just my little side rant. Uh, I'm tired of people telling me that. I just had somebody so excited they moved to Florida, like, oh, I'm around people who think and act like me. I'm like, okay, um, that's not what makes the world go around, but good, you you do you. Um, bah, 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 bah. So I'm proud of you. That was just all, all I have to say, Brenda, is I'm very, very proud of you. Um, Darlene says, uh, I do the high five. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, I got the book right over there, The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. Check it out. Um, cause we know the endorphins, when you hit, when you give somebody a high five, you're, you're like excited for them. You're like, yeah, give me a high five. And that energy exchange is something path is something massive. And when you do it to yourself and give yourself a high five, that's a great way to start the day. So that is an excellent book. Um, uh, Nelly says here, I get what you're saying. These are things I'm applying. I love this discussion. You're most welcome, Nelly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you guys are getting value out of this, please share this out. It's not for my vain, vainness or anything else. It's just the fact that we can make an impact. So if you share it out, just put a couple of words, what it is that you're learning about it. You know, if you want to wait until after the show and say, hey, I watched the show and here's some great things I got out of it. It would be great for you. Um, I would certainly appreciate that. I do everything organically. I don't do Facebook ads. I do everything, every single thing, word of mouth, word of mouth. I'm not worried about my Instagram followers. Somebody said, your Instagram followers need to be higher. And I'm like, you need to go follow somebody else then. Um, cause I'm not worried about that. If I, if I have 2000 awesome Instagram followers, I'm cool with that. I don't, I'm not going to sit there and go pay somebody to give me 13,000 followers. So I look more important or look more established. It's not what I'm about. That's not important to me. Um, uh, Nellie's loving this. She says, I need this advice tonight. All these points are so true. Um, bottom line is what you do in the now will affect your future. Yes, 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 yes. There's another question you can ask yourself. When you're, when you're doing something like, you know, even in November and December, when I was kind of spoiling myself and my back pain was getting worse and I knew part of it was because of the inflammation, because of the sugar and everything I was eating, I actually asked myself, um, will I be happy with this, this decision in the morning? 
So when you, so when you think about it, say, am I going to be happy with this decision in the morning? I actually asked myself that and I'm like, am I going to be happy with this decision in the morning? And I actually said, probably not. And I still had the drink anyway. Cause I was like, well, fuck it. I'm already in pain anyway. I might as well enjoy myself for a little bit and uh, just go with that. So I did that. Um, I've got a special guest that's kind of walking into the studio right now. Um, ladies and gentlemen on the raw and scripted show, we, 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 we take, we take, um, we take, uh, we take intrusions. So ladies and gentlemen, Jackson, Christopher Roush, my big baby boy. You don't need to put the microphone up there and say, hi, I'm Jackson. Hi, I'm Jackson. And we're going to do the Jackson and daddy show pretty soon. And we're going to do the Jackson and daddy show pretty well, you don't want to move this. We want to keep Still. this. Hey, 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 we want to keep this stable. We want to keep. Hey, let go of that. What are you up to? Um, I I just um, and to tell you something. Um, you want to tell me? You can only give. You can only give the presents to your friends one day. They already passed. Oh, okay. Thank you. So um, I guess I can keep them all all for myself. Okay, you do that. Okay. I love you. I love you too. Thank you for coming here. Say hi. And there you have it. Please close the door. I love you. There you go. There's my why. Oh, I love that boy. Look how big he's getting. He just turned five in November. Oh, talk about having a big enough why. We're going to talk about that here in a second. Fuck, I've already been talking for 45 minutes. Wow. Susan Day says here, I am depressed and I have COVID. I am stronger than it all. Yes, you are. Yes, yes. Stop telling yourself you're depressed. Don't tell yourself shit. Tell yourself you're strong. Tell yourself you're powerful. Tell yourself that you're not weak. Tell yourself you're committed. Tell yourself that was yesterday's Susan. This is today's Susan. This is today's Christopher. This is today's Darlene. This is today's Nellie. You guys can do it. I'm living fucking proof. I'm nothing special. I mean, I'm special, but I'm nothing special in the grand scheme of, grand scheme of things. I just make a choice and intention every single day. I'll tell you my, 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 wake, up, my wake up ritual, which I've told you guys before, and it's powerful. Before my eyes open, I say what I'm grateful for, and then I say what my intentions are. My intentions support my promises. My, my intentions support my legacy. My intentions support my eulogy. So I start the day before my eyes even open. I'm grateful for this bed. I'm grateful for my, my son sleeping in the room next to me. I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for this house. I'm grateful for, uh, for the beautiful people I have in my life. Whatever it might be, I always say what I'm grateful for. And then I say my intentions. My number one intention every single day is that I'm going to be present and playful with my son because there was a point where I wasn't. I've always been kind of in the future or in the past or, or brainstorming shit. I'm like, you know, when I'm being dad, I'm dad mode. I'm not checking my, my social media. I'm not doing any other shit. So be intentional. Be intentional. Start your day. Get up an hour early. Um, take care of yourself. Invest in yourself. Have some personal development. Spend 20 minutes a day. Listen, I, I, I don't keep my promises to myself. Google, YouTube. There are... Endless, 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 endless pieces of information out there that will help you if, if, if you act on it. It is all out there. I watch YouTube every single day. I'll watch motivational videos. I'll watch a 15-minute video on excuse. I, I will constantly pour into myself. I'm listening to on my phone right now. I'm listening to uh, Mel Robbins' other book, 54321, because one of my coaching clients is reading that book right now. So I'm listening to that book. I'm reading two other books. Plus, I'm doing all these other things. Plus, I watch podcasts. Plus, I have conversations with the people every single day. I'm constantly pouring positive information in myself and keeping my attention there. I'm keeping my attention there. COVID and all the blah, Supreme Court, whatever you guys are going to fucking do, do it. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. 
all the bitching and i'm sorry i mean i don't think the picketing is going to really do much everybody's chosen their side everybody's got their feet feet firmly planted all we're doing is creating more dividedness divisiveness whatever you want to put it um nothing's going to change so for me let all that shit go and whatever happens if the world blows up if we have a fucking civil war guess what we will get through that too together and that's my intention that's my intention on that uh, i'm very passionate about that i see a lot of people fucking losing their mind about it and i'm like how can you control any of this or you need to watch this you need to read this report you need to know what's in the back fuck it i don't know i got triple vax i'm good i don't I'm, if i glow in the dark whatever uh i'm not worried about it i'm not worried about it because i've known people who have been vaccinated and got COVID, and they're still good and i know people that didn't get vaccinated and they're dead so just fuck that uh don't want to get on that discussion uh ed burns what's up ed he says, just started reading 75 hard today. I'm loving your show. Hey, brother, thank you, thank you, thank you. I've done 75 hard twice. It is a massively important uh, uh, program to do. It is not easy, but I tell you what, as you go through it and you you actually have to be congruent, you actually have to keep your promises, um, doing the two exercises a day and everything else. Um, once, you, once you do that, you realize just how strong you are and you start calling bullshit on yourself in the other areas of your life. So Ed, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you, brother um yeah so uh i want to check out these comments real good and i want to i want to give you guys some other tips uh mark gassert's in the house what's up peach tree georgia i saw your dogs won the championship yeah 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 um uh, mark says it, it's not normal to keep knocking on the door of success we all struggle and our natural instinct is to survive yes you know rock your world uh uh nelly says here don't ever quit what you're doing christopher Roush. no i'm not i'm not i'm only going to be doing more Alex is in the house, my beautiful sister from another mistress. She says, my brother speaking soulful, wise truth, such wisdom. There is always time until it's gone. Yes, beautiful soul sister. I love you. Uh, there you go. There's a, there's an accountability partner. She wants to do 75 hard again. So we got, uh, yeah, do 75 hard. Actually, I did a group on Facebook last year when I did it. There was like 46 people. I was doing free coaching and there's 46 people who started and there was three of us that finished. Let me just tell you that much um people didn't keep their promises uh mark says here uh now is your time to develop those relationships to help take people take advantage of their opportunities affecting someone else for their benefit stop thinking about the results and focus on your daily process yes 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 um uh angel says here hi jackson so cute um jackson has cool hair he needs a haircut actually he wants to let it grow out again um i'm gonna let him know that you guys uh said this Mark's asking, will you go join us on EYP January 31st at 6 p.m.? Uh, send me an invite. Uh, I'll let you know. I don't know what January 31st is, and I don't know if that's the time zone, but I always love to join you guys anything, anytime. Um, so, yes. So, with the time left, I want to go through what I wrote here because this is going to be a blog on my website. And I think I've already talked about a few of them, core values, five people you know. Um, again, one of the big things I've talked about here on the show is write your eulogy. When you know the ending of your life, do you, when you know exactly what you want to be remembered for, that is powerful because when you know your why, you have your how. So again, my eulogy, the, the crux of my eulogy is that Christopher Roush will have fought for what was right and what was fair. He will have risked for which that mattered and he will have left the earth a better place for who he was and what he did. So when I think about that, that's my why. That, my son is my why. He is my why. You know, if I'm being congruent, whenever I go, I know if I went, 10 minutes from now, he'd go back and watch this show. He would watch all the stuff I did on social media today. And he'd be like, dad was walking his talk. Dad was walking his talk. Dad was not bullshitting. Um, so that's important. Another thing you can do when I was in 2016, that's one thing I forgot to mention is I invested in a coach. 
And so I got a coach. I was like, okay, my head's up my ass right now. I'm not being congruent. Uh, I need somebody to kick my ass. And I had some questions, you know, I was in survivor mode I had all these different things going on. So I made the financial investment to get a coach. You know, I'm not asking you necessarily to go out there and spend your money. I mean, you should, because when you pay for something, you pay attention to something, but get an accountability partner, get somebody who's going to be honest with you. And that's a challenge in and of itself, because I've had accountability partners and I'm the no excuses coach. And I'll come up with excuses like, okay, Chris, we'll do it next week. And I'm like, you should be fucking getting in my ass. You know, we have to get honest with each other. It's not being mean or angry or hateful. It's like, Hey, I care about you so much. Here's what's up. And that's the way I come across as a no excuses coach. I will come across tough, but I love you. I love you. I will make you cry, but then I will make you laugh. That is true. Um, so yes, 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 yes. Uh, another situation here is when you're, I love questions. So when you're in a challenging situation, here's a beautiful question. Not be like, oh, this sucks and this is bullshit. And I hate when this happens. And this keeps happening. All blah, 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 blah. No, say to yourself, what am I supposed to be learning from this? Imagine that you ask better questions. You get better answers, ladies and gentlemen. What am I supposed to be learning from this? That's a great question. Okay. And then write down the answers. What am I supposed to be learning from this? This is a challenging time right now. What am I supposed to be learning from this? Maybe I'm in a relationship that I know five years ago wasn't going to last, but now I'm kind of scared. I'm older. I don't want to date anymore, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to stay complacent. That complacency will kill you. That place. So if you have to make a tough decision, make a tough decision say, what am I supposed to be learning from this? I've built, rebuilt my life over before. I'd rather, I'd rather sacrifice and, and go through a, some challenging situations for maybe a year, two years, three years, and come out the other side stronger and happier than could sit here wasting away, you know, playing it, you know, safe, you know, and, and being, being mediocre and all that other shit. I don't want that on my tombstone. Another situation we could do is we could look at one of the things that's, that's most powerful in a life is to look at the root cause of what it is that you're, that you're, that's, that's holding you back. So oftentimes we look at the symptoms of something, but we don't look at the root cause. That's what I do as a no excuses coach is we get to the root cause because it's just like anything else. Once you pull a root out of something, it can't grow back. So once you realize that one of the roots that I had to pull out of my ass was the fact that I was still in survivor mode back in 2019. Yeah. Summer of 2019. I was still in survivor mode. Even though I was successful, I had to have a plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I had to be certain. I knew the recipe for success. I knew the recipe, how to get promotions. I knew the recipe for how to make more money. And that was predictability. That was certainty. That was that I was living in actually a scarcity mindset. So my coach at the time said, no, 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 no. You need to be more in the moment. And that was challenging. It still is challenging for me, but it's much better than it was when I started. So my intention is to be in the moment. I'm in the moment with you guys right now. I was in the moment with my son a minute ago. I'm not thinking about next week. I don't know if I'll be here next week. And if I am here next week, here are the goals and the dreams that I have that I'm going to focus on. I'm not going to focus on the shit I can't control. I don't know what's going to happen with anything else in the world aside from what it is that I take action on and the things that I focus on. So um, yes, make sure that you're looking for the root of the problem by asking yourself, what am I supposed to be learning from this? We talked about that. Uh, journaling. You know, if you're not journaling, journal. If you can, write it out. Write it out. There's something that happens when you when you say something from your brain to the paper because you're you're making a public declaration, in a, if you will, uh, especially with your goals and your promises. But write it out. Don't be afraid. Write it out. Like, oh man, I'm feeling like this and I'm feeling like this. And then look back on it and say, what am I supposed to be learning from this? What commitments? What promises can I make to myself right now that that will that will get me out of the situation? Because nobody's going to come save you. Nobody's going to come save you. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to be worth it. I tell people all the time, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. And here's another thing I've been saying recently, which has been impacting people. You either pay now, pay like, oh, I have to get up in the morning. I have to work out. I don't want to work out. It hurts me, blah, blah, blah. Or you pay later. Now you pay now. That is either with an investment of your time and energy or your money. And paying later, you pay with regrets. That's it. Bottom line. 
they have the regrets. I've seen people who took their health for granted all their years, like, oh yeah, I'm fine, I'm healthy. They go to the doctor, they're 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 obese, you know, they're obese, and they, oh yeah, my blood pressure, everything's fine, my A1C1, whatever the fucking blood sugar thing is fine. And then two years later, they're like, oh, I have, I'm a diabetic. Oh, okay. And I trust me, when I I thought about diabetes, I thought, okay, you just take some pills or you take some insulin and you're good and it just you're you're fine. But no, once you get diabetes, you're fucked. Yeah. And I know somebody right now that's on 20 different medications and he used to be stronger and better shape than I was, but he got complacent. He got lazy. He got angry. He got, he started blaming everybody. Mm, miserable. Oh, fucking that. That sucks. No, 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 no. I'm going to save all my money. I'm no, no, no. fucking miserable. He's not going to watch the show. So I'm not going to worry about it. And he can watch the show and I'll be like, dude, I'll tell you to your fucking face on 20 medications. He's in such bad shape now that he can't work out. And I'm like, you're just going to keep taking more medication until you die. That's horrible. That's horrible. So you either pay now or pay later. Um, and the last thing I want to tell you about is what is your best? What is your best? People say all the time, Chris, I did the best I could. And I'm like, that's bullshit. I'm like, what is your best? I'm like, oh, you know, I've really never thought about that. You know, my best is when I, when I, when I, okay. For me, and this is sick, I'm sick and twisted. So ladies and gentlemen, when I think about my best, if somebody walked in here right now and said, Chris, you know, a lot of times money is, is an issue for people. You're like, oh man, you know, uh, I could really use $10,000 right now. Okay. If I told you to go out and, and earn $10,000 in one week and it couldn't be illegal, immoral, or unethical, you would sit there and look at me and go, fuck, Chris, if I could make $10,000 in one week, I'd be shitting in high cotton right now. You'd be sitting there giving me all excuses. Blah, blah, blah. Now, if I asked you, who's the person you love the most in the world who's still alive? My son, my mom, my husband. And I brought him in here and I put a nine millimeter to their forehead and said, you need to make $10,000 in a week and it can't be illegal, immoral, or unethical. Guess what? People get resourceful. People find out what their best is. I need my eight hours of sleep. No, you don't. No, you don't. Get seven hours of sleep. Wake up one hour early. Invest in yourself and see how that fucking changes your life. People get resourceful. You are capable of so much more. I know this because I've coached people through that. I coached a 69-year-old woman last year who was afraid to tell her church. It was all sorts of stuff. I don't get the personal details. But she's rocking her life right now. She's married. She got remarried. She was 13 years widowed, hadn't had sex, all this different shit. And she's married now. She's living life. She sent me a message recently. She goes, oh, my God, Chris, thank you so much for last year. I'm like, no, 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 thank you. Thank you for, for stepping up and taking responsibility for your life. And, not, and even at 69 going, oh, fuck, you know, I only got, you know, 10 years or whatever. She's living her best life right now. And I'm so excited and so happy for her. And that's what I want for you guys. That's what I want for each and every one of you guys. You all deserve it. I don't care who said what to you in your past. I don't care what kind of conditions you went through. Um, I know people, people tell me my story of being homeless. Like, oh my God, that was so rough and everything. That is, that is grade school stuff compared to what I know so many of other people have been through. And I'm not diminishing my situation. I'm not comparing because we don't want to compare situations necessarily. But I can tell you that we're all capable of more, that we all deserve more irregardless of the things that have been said, irregardless of the things that are being said now, you have an opportunity to break out of that. Uh, I had a, a lady on this show, uh, I think it was last year, Monica Kretschmer. She is the CEO and founder of uh, Universal Women's Network up in Canada. She used to donate to a woman's shelter, a homeless women's shelter when she was married and da -da -da, had lots of money from what I gather. And she had her seven, I think it was a seven month old baby. Her, her husband was abusive and she said, fuck it, I'm gonna get out of here. She had nothing. She had nothing. She had to go stay in the in the homeless women's shelter where she donated. She said, fuck it. She goes, I'm cutting ships. I'm just, I'm this, I'm going. I'm going. 
And then she made a promise to herself that she was never going to let that seven month old baby down. Now she started the Universal Women's Network. She's traveling. She's made a crazy life for herself. She got so good at defending herself against her husband because he came after her that she pretty much became an attorney. She's like, I'm not fucking quitting. She had to sacrifice a lot personally, but her why was massive. And then she never stopped. She never stopped. She's still doing it. And now she's like, now she's showed the example to her son of what you do and what you fight for and what you have to grow through. Massive respect, massive respect. All of you guys are uh, capable of doing that. Uh, yes, uh, Susan says here, write affirmations. Absolutely, affirmations. Um, there's so many affirmation uh, uh, things on YouTube. You can listen to a 20 minute affirmation when you wake up. I did that for a while too. I just I just looked on YouTube for 20 minute uh, positive affirmations. And I sat there with my headphones on before I got out of bed and I listened to them and I recited them back in my mind as well. So we all have that opportunity and that responsibility. Uh, Randy's in the house. He says, late, but good evening, my brother. Randy, go back and check out this episode, brother. I know you're going to love it. Um, I started off a little slow, but I've got passion right now. Uh, Mark says here, uh, do a little bit of good where you are. It's those little bits of good put together that overwhelm the world. Uh, Desmond Tutu. Yes. Thank you for that quote, Mark. That is, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Um, uh, uh, Nelly says your brother, you already glow in the dark. You're a light in the darkness. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that, that's when, that's, you know, when we shine our light, uh, right behind me, actually right there, that little thing right there says to be a star, uh, you have to be in the darkness. Cause that's when stars shine the brightest. That's actually right there. I can take a picture of it. Um, so I love you guys. Uh, I want to keep this under an hour. Whoops. Just went to an hour. Um, you guys are beautiful for spending your time with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Mark, for sharing this. Um, my intention every single day is to, is to, and I say this, my intention today is to impact the world positively with my words and my actions. And then when I ask for things, I ask for things for my greater good. Um, so we all have the power within ourselves. If there's something I can do for you, please reach out to me. Um, if I haven't given you a complimentary coaching session, that's my gift to you for being a misfit for life. Uh, take me up on that. It's, we'll spend a 45 minutes to an hour working on one major issue you have going on, and I'll do my very best to impart as much knowledge and wisdom as I possibly can to get you to think differently, get you to act differently, and then go out there and be different because that's what this world is about, is to be our full potential. Um, Susan says here, thank you for being amazing. Uh, that's Thank you, thank you. I'm not amazing. I mean, I am, but uh, I'm just me. I'm just me being me, bringing the passion every single day. That's what I want for you guys to do. Uh, Brenda says here, amen. Uh, and Angel, our Facebook user, Angel says, have a good evening, Christopher Roush and everybody else. Yes, thank you. Go out there and be your lights, ladies and gentlemen. Figure out what it is that you're tolerating and decide tomorrow that you're no longer going to be complacent, that you're going to be congruent. You're going to keep your promises to yourself. And irregardless of what any motherfucker says to you or tries to weigh you down, you say, hey, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your, your advice. Um, you do you and I'll do me. You know. And if we're still going to be friends or partners or whatever it is, then so be it. And if not, I hope you have an awesome journey. I've had to wish so many people well in my life, and that's not sarcastic. That's not angry. I truly, truly love all the people in my life, and I wish them well. We, you know, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And sometimes, you know, it's a reason or it's a season, and sometimes we want to hang on to it for a lifetime. But if when you hold on to what isn't working for you, you don't allow what what could come in that will work for you. So I love you guys. We'll be back here next uh, Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, the Ron and Scripted Show. And please, again. Like I said before, if you haven't already, um, please uh, go to the go subscribe to the podcast. I would love it if you guys did that. I'm uh, reaching my impact, and if you know somebody who could benefit from it, they can go listen to it rather than coming on here and watching it. Uh, I would love you guys for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
uh, and go out there and be the best that you can be. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, we will see you here next week on the Raw and the Scripted Show. I'm Christopher Ross, your No Excuses Coach, and I love each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go out and be your kick-ass best.